Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Albert. Who's in a nightmare in a nightmare in real life with me tonight? Oh, hey, y'all. It's Kenneth Sanity. The only reason I'm here is God won't take me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my turn. It's Tiffany Alberton, and yep, that's all I got. And our Canadian guest. Oh, hello. Yes. Hello. Good evening and good day to everybody. I am here to discuss my deep, deep love for Wes Craven and Wes Craven's new nightmare. And what is your name, sir? Oh, yes, sir. Hello. Uh, uh, of course. Hello, everybody. My name is Kyle. <laughs> and welcome. where people find you at? You can find me on various postings of the internet. You can find me on Instagram at ChibiUFO. You can find me at Twitter at Canadian, uh, U- excuse me, UFO Canada. Sorry about that. And you can find me on Blue Sky at ChibiUFO. Right. And who are guests from Illinois with us tonight? I'm Trey. Pick a pet for the rug rat bitch, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, how am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> I'm Jess. I'm Trey's wife. And I'm on TikTok. You can find me, Frab Jess K. I love TikTok. That's all I have to say. I make uh, dumb TikToks now. They have nothing to do with video games, yes, unfortunately. Yes, it does. <laughs> I love dumb TikTok. I just freaking love TikTok. I'm sorry about it. I'm 42 and I love TikTok. If there's a support group, I'll find it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I will join that support group. Hey, that's a mask we have. Yeah, I know. I wore it and made a stupid TikTok. Oh, my God. You did. I did. <laughs> For those that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I wore a uh, Harley Quinn. We bought a Harley Quinn box and it came with a Harley Quinn gift set that had a mask and volume one of the new 52 run, which I want to read, actually. But I wore the mask, made a really dumb TikTok. Oh, look up TikTok and game my mom found. You'll find no, it. No, don't do that. His videos are I'm going to do it. Yes, they oh, are. All TikTok is stupid. Damn, ouch. 100%. When your wife says your TikToks are stupid, ouch. Yeah, that's that's it. That's okay. He still loves me. So we are here to talk about uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare, directed by Wes Craven, written by Wes Craven, and came out in 1994. And starring Wes Craven. You forgot that. He actually starred in it. Featuring. Featuring. He does. Yeah, there you go. Mike, I forgot to say my my. Oh, yeah. Where can people find you at? Yeah, if they haven't. They've heard me before in here. Uh, you can find me on, uh, I have a podcast called Nintendo Main. You can search it on the internet. We have a bunch of different stuff. Jess is on there as well. We just talked Sometimes. about Mario Wonder like a couple episodes ago. Yes. So which I, nice. I did listen to, actually. <laughs> we have a weekly Nintendo podcast, blah, 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 all that. And so this time, if I don't forget, Ken, what is the plot of this movie? <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, let's talk about the plot for New Nightmare. So actress Heather Langenkamp is drawn into a real-life horror movie as Freddy Krueger seemingly emerges from the world of film to menace her family and former Nightmare co-stars. In order to save herself and her son, Heather has to be Nancy one last time to end this new nightmare. Did you just read that off of the back of the DVD? (laughs) No, I wrote it while you guys were doing intros. Okay, that was really good. Bravo, bravo. (laughs) Yeah, that was. That was fantastic. Seriously. Why do you think I wasn't talking? I'm yeah. busy. Wow. Getting ready. We're getting ready. Uh, so uh, this was another Patreon voted movie. This whole year I've been doing movies I haven't seen, and I've never seen this film before. Oh wow! Yeah, I, know. I don't know. How I, I don't know how you did it. How you made it out? Easy. I don't it. like horror movies, so I just stayed away from so many. I don't know why I married you. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make you laugh. Sometimes. <laughs> That's the first one that I saw out of all the nightmares. Oh. Wow. Okay. I've seen. 
up to when someone got killed with a TV, and that's when it got turned off and never went back. So when? yeah, okay. What? Freddy Five, I think someone gets killed with a TV or something stupid. That's that's three. That's three. Yeah. yeah. That's oh five. no, I got farther. I made it to five. I know that. And yeah. Okay. I stopped in five. Yeah. That's the one where he gets killed with a. By a is five the one with the big snake thing? That's the three. snake thing is in three. The big puppet arms. <laughs> yeah, that's three. Oh. Okay. Three. Oh, the puppet arms is so good. Yeah. This. Yeah. Three is the best. Three's a lot of fun. Three is good. Yeah. Three is the best. For a while. We should do that one next. We got to do two next. Why? Because we got to go in order. I don't like that one. Two That's three. what I said, too, but I'm also two. very curious now to see it as a non-idiot no. teenager. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I had issues we... with that movie that I'm pretty sure will not bother me because I'm not stupid. Your dad I that. do, too. <laughs> but I won't have issues with it like I did as a, when I was younger. So I don't think uh-huh. I understood that when I was younger, though. I did. That was I, an issue. I didn't. That was stupid. Because I will keep saying <laughs> I don't like how I was in certain things, but that's another pod. That's another podcast episode. You're not that person now. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's right. There you go. I had a friend of mine that once I said this before when I, we we were we ended up playing online games together a few years ago, and he was still using some of the slurs we did in high school. Oh. I'm like what? Oh. Like uh, what? Yeah, we didn't play games after that. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I was just confused. I'm like, wait, we didn't grow up yet. What? So. Ironically, half those nasty words I said uh, turned out uh, decades later. I was those things I said, like the they like to uh, me. yeah, <laughs> to be true. All the queer slurs. Well, guess what? I am a very queer person. Turns out, <laughs> funny how that funny how that ends up. So first, like I always like to start these. I also want to ask what each person like memories are with this movie originally. Uh, Ken, what is your history with this movie? Um, this is another one that I saw couple years after it hit theaters i was only 14 when this came out so what he's older too just like you <laughs> i don't think i was 14 94 yeah yeah i don't know do the math <laughs> you, do the you math. were younger than that you're younger yes. than no, me tits. you're born 82 94 would be make you 12 oh okay, same fine. as me yeah <laughs> hey anyway anyway <laughs> <laughs> I rented this movie because I, I, this is going to be absolute sin. I really don't care much for the later franchise entries in Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Really don't care. From like, like, the one, like the ones after this? Cause from cause... four forward can just. Okay. That's sure. not really, that's not really anything that's controversial. Sure. A lot of people don't oh. like the latter sequels. Like, yeah. 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 Three gifts on my nerves too. Okay, I can get that. Your nerves, all right. We got to fight about that, but (laughs) but I decided to give this one a shot, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, good. Glad I did. Okay. And Kyle, what is your history with the film? Well, I apologize. I'm going to try my best to keep this in a two L TLDR or too long didn't read or too long didn't listen. (laughs) But so I grew up. I'm not the. I wasn't the horror nerd who I am today in my adult years, but. I did like some horror as a younger person and as a kid, but my first ever branch into genuine horror was the Scream series, and that's directed by Wes Craven. So I got into that series, and I grew up with it, and, you know, like I saw the sequels, I saw four as I became a young adult in my early 20s. And I decided to branch into more and more horror as I grew up. And I got into the Nightmare series. And I was like, yeah, okay, I actually kind of like this. This is pretty decent. I like the ideas. It takes the idea of a slasher and really does some really cool, trippy, just weird, like, dream logic, all that that stuff with dreams. I like all that. And I, I think I really enjoy the films of Wes Craven. So I 
watched the sequels. I, I dove in and uh, I liked uh, various parts of the franchise. There's movies I like more than others in the series, but I think that I'll save that either for later in this podcast or for another episode. But anyways, so I finally made it to a uh, new nightmare and I was, I think, um, I was about 20. No, no, I, I think, no, not 19. I was about 22, I think, when I saw this, or 21. And I was actually really impressed with this. Not only was it interesting to see Wes Craven back in the helm again for, a new, like, a new Nightmare movie, as someone who's a, I'd call myself a pretty big mega fan of Scream, this movie is such an extreme precursor to Scream. Like, this has so much of Scream's DNA written in it, and it's like, Oh, okay, so that's what Wes Craven was thinking about in the early to mid-90s, before 1996. Like, like that's what, what he was thinking about doing with his film career. His, like, even before he got hired to do Scream, like, you could see this in his, in his lifeblood, like, what he was planning to do. And I just, I was so fascinated, and I, I, I just really end up fall, I ended up falling in love with this movie. I, I really love it. Yeah, I would say that there's definitely it definitely has the DNA of Scream in, in this oh, yeah. movie for sure. Like it's a precursor to it, like you're saying. I agree. Oh, Trey, what is your history with this film? Well, you know, me and Robert Englund, we're best friends. We did, uh, <laughs> we did, we did, we did, nice. did a movie together way back in 2009. <laughs> now, uh, hey, you're yeah, in the no, credits of IMDb. <laughs> I got I got to meet Robert England back in back in 2009. He was very cool, actually. We did oh, a movie that's called. Awesome. Called Bel- called uh, the the Mole Man of Belmont Avenue. It's like a low budget horror comedy thing. It was actually b- made by the uh, they're called the Zombie Army. Uh, they built haunted houses in sh- in the Chicago area for a living, so they built like most of the sets on their own, which is pretty cool. And uh, he was like one of the tenants in this uh, in this apartment building. He where, basically had a cameo. Where this uh, no, I mean he had he was in it for a good amount. <laughs> okay, but like he was like somewhat like he was one of the main tenants. Like sure. the the idea is that these two kids in- inherit this apartment building from their parents and they're total like you know they're total assholes and they don't and they don't like pay the gas bill and the furnace goes off and this mole man thing like crawls into the uh, into the apartment complex and starts killing people's pets oh shit watch this so yeah, that's basically what happens. and they buy like more pets so people don't get killed or whatever that's it's like a, it's like oh. a comedy thing you can find it on freebie it's it's on there okay. but uh but robert <laughs> england is like this older this older kind of creepy uh you know sex guy that like oh that brings ah. lady home every night or whatever but he was like he was really into the script they sent it to him like he paid for his uh airplane and his hotel and all that which is pretty cool because we nice. didn't have a lot of budget and uh the, the fun fact is we they were actually filming the remake of nightmare on elm street at the same time in chicago and he was not in that movie but he was in our movie so I thought that was <laughs> yeah, and i'm sure I, I haven't seen your movie i'm not saying this out of any biases but I'm sure your movie was 20 times better than that piece of shit. I it's, agree. Definitely, it's definitely I agree. better than the remake. Oh, yeah, that remake was awful. And what sucks is if you try to get Nightmare on Elm Street anything for any video game now, it's all that fucking guy and not right. Uh, sad. Oh, like, sad. like yeah. Freddy was in like Nightmare and Dead by Dead Daylight. And it's just it's Jackie Earl Haley. And I'm like, I don't oh, mind Jackie. Here's the thing, though. As much <laughs> as I hate the remake, I don't mind Jackie Earl Haley's Freddy. But I just everything else about that movie is so fucking bland. And I'm just it's such a disappointment. I'm just if you're going to put Freddy in something, put Robert in there. Yeah, yeah. come but, on. Yeah. True. Aside, aside, from, aside from a uh, mole man, uh, I've, I was a I was a huge fan of Freddy like. You know, Freddie was like just like they say in the movie. You know, Freddie's like fucking Santa Claus. Like everybody yeah. knows who he is. You know, when you're a kid, <laughs> and uh, I would always, 
I would always go to the horror movie section at our rental store at Village Video, and I would just go and look at the covers and the backs of the uh, of the of the VHS tapes, you know. And I and I had to memorize like all the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. I was completely terrified of it, and I didn't watch them, but mm. I looked at. And I, I went as Freddy. I went as Freddy for Halloween when I was a kid. I had Freddy pajamas because I thought if I was a fan, then he wouldn't kill me. Was, was the idea? So because <laughs> I was because I was totally I was totally terrified of him. And I had not really seen much of the movies. I think the only thing I saw was Freddy's was Freddy's Nightmares, the TV show. If you remember oh, yeah, that, the, like, the late eighties show. Yeah. yeah. We, some of them are good. I think there's one that actually is like a fake like origin story of Wes Craven or whatever. Like I think I have that. Oh one on right. But yeah, no, it, it was it was all right. You know, Robert England was the host of it or whatever. But uh, yeah. no, yeah, this came out, as like you said, in 94. And my friend Brian uh, wanted to rent it. And we and we rented it. And I watched it. That was the first. I think this is the first Nightmare movie I watched, like, all the way through uh, nice. when, I, when I was 14. And I really liked it. And then I think, I don't know if it was that year or the year after. Actually, I think it was a couple years later because I could drive. But we did, like, a, you know, we did, like, a, a whatever, like, 12-hour horror movie marathon thing or something like that for Halloween. Like, me and my friends. And uh, the last movie we watched was Nightmare on Elm Street 1. And and yeah, that's and I and I was like, oh, I I recognize a lot of things from New Nightmare in this movie, like they're very similar. But but no, Nightmare on Elm Street is probably like my favorite uh, horror movie franchise of all time. Like I have the I had the VHS box set just just got me the the DVDs, which are actually the DVDs from the box set, which is cool. So I watched the commentary of this last night as well, which is pretty awesome to hear Wes Craven again. You know, since he's been dead for a while, and I had never heard that. It was nice to hear him talk about the movie and all that. But yeah, no, yeah. I'm a big fan. Okay, and Jess, what is your history? So I loved horror movies, but also I was really afraid of horror movies. So, you know, I watched the first one of these on my 13th birthday. My parents rented it for my birthday party. And then I didn't watch another Freddy movie for a long ass time. Watched other horror movies, loved other horror movies. But I don't know. I I just never got back around to it until Trey and I were dating. And we went on like a deep ass dive and we watched every fucking one of them. I, it was probably my idea because I really liked it. Was it was definitely lot. your idea. Yes, it was. But I'm glad <laughs> but I'm glad it was your idea because I love I love practical effects. I love yeah, that's yeah. my favorite part about horror movies. Yeah. There's a lot of good and there's, there's so, good special effects in yeah, sure. there's oh, yeah. Freddie oh has always had great special effects and great puppetry and great props and things like that. And, you know, this movie is basically about a prop, you know, that comes to life. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, at its core, yeah. that's what's happening. So, yeah, I was an, an adultish person. Trey and I have been together for 10 years. So sometime in the last 10 years, I watched this and I like this one. I, uh, I remember when I was like 18, like when I just gone to college, I would just like go and rent all these movies and just watch them like over the weekend, just back to back to back. And it was like, uh, if you remember Columbia House, this was like my final purchase was the was the VHS box set of uh of Nightmare on Elm Street because it was on sale and that and that was how I could close my account with them so they would stop sending me shit but nice. yeah but but I've had it for a long time and it's yeah and the box set even on the VHS is it had all the extra stuff at the end and like my roommates and I we'd watch it we watch all the extra shit with Wes Craven talking about like his how Freddy was like based on a bully that this person that bullied, bullied him in school and all that stuff and it's the they're fun they're a lot of fun and Robert England's very cool by the way when I worked with him he's very nice and that was That's it's always awesome. cool to meet to meet somebody that you really like and they don't suck, mm. you know? And I was, uh, I was, it's trying, always nice. I was trying my hardest not to like be all fanboy with him. You know, I didn't want to be mm. like, Hey, I had, I had Freddie pajamas, you know, what's up? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but some mm. of the, a lot of like the production assistants that were on there were younger and they were all totally like fanboy to him and yeah. all that. And there was this, there was this one day, like the last day he was on set 
everybody wanted to have a picture taken with him, you know, obviously. So we all kind of got in line so we could all do like, you know, I had a flip phone, whatever. We were <laughs> all trying to take phone pictures yeah. of, with, with Robert England. <laughs> and uh, there was this one person that was trying to take a picture. And for some reason, the phone wasn't working. And then oh. all of a sudden, he just jumped straight into Freddie. He's like, he's like, take the goddamn picture, bitch. <laughs> you know, and it was like amazing. And everybody was like, oh, oh. And we all like, we all like, oh. that was, yeah, that was cool. Because he didn't really do it. And then he just like jumped right into it. And everybody's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to speak for like every person of like every or like every actor, every person in like the horror genre, but it's kind of weird how like some of the nicest people in that like like the horror like convention scene and stuff like that. Like this, it's 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 funny to me how some of the nice people are like people who have played like terrifying like serial killers. I just I I, I don't know. I just think that's amazing. Like this is truth. No, this is true. And Tiffany, what is your history with this movie? Similar to Ken's, I probably watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street when I was five. It, <laughs> the only reason it didn't scare me was because my dad would have me watch like behind the scenes of how they did the props, how they did the makeup. So to me, Freddie wasn't a scary guy. He was the actor, Robert England in makeup. But I didn't like it probably past four because he got campy and goofy and i guess i didn't like that he did no, i know I've <laughs> yeah, seen a he, did. he did and so i didn't <laughs> like that but then when this one came out i was like okay fine i i will try it. it it looks good like the previews it looked good and so i tried it i probably went to see it with my dad to be honest yeah. with you <laughs> and so yeah i really liked it though this is my favorite I would say uh, the series. Okay, the I can franchise. I can see that because I, as I've said on this podcast many times, I don't really care for horror movies, but I really enjoyed this movie because it's not that scary and not that much killing. So it was just <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. No, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. Like the body count on this is pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think only like three die. Yeah. Earthquakes more. Uh, I guess like four people die. Like there's the, there's the two people that die off screen at the beginning. Well, and I guess like, they die. They say not only not. is it a, such a low body count, but all the deaths actually really mean something too. Like that, it feels really impactful to the story. Like I love that. I was I was listening to the commentary, and Wes Craven was saying like the you know the 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 part where the where the husband like dies in the car and all that. He said that was only added because the producers were like, "There's not enough blood in this movie," so they kind of <laughs> stuck that in just because because it wasn't yeah. enough. Cool. You know, it was that it didn't really have kill the other movies. One of the, I mean, you have the, you have the stuff in the beginning where, like, I was a little confused. You, you see him making the metal glove, and all of a sudden you see it's a movie set. I mean, yes, I knew what I was getting myself into, but I remember that kind of it, it threw me off a little bit. I'm like, okay, like I, I'm like, I just, you know, they are going for that, and, and like, then it's all a dream. Yeah, and then you never really know. But I mean, the whole point of that is it, it puts you off in the entire movie where you never know what's a dream and what's not a dream. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the point, though. Which yeah, yeah. I appreciate. I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did laugh. I. I, I laugh when the two guys were killed in the beginning because I just thought it was just hilarious the way they died with the glove. Just starts, yeah. just starts acting up and just starts murdering them. I don't know. I just thought it hilarious for some reason. I was wondering if that glove was like influenced by the Adams Family movies at all because like uh, yeah. they had already been out at the time and they had the you know the the, the hand walking like with no with the stump and all that and mm-hmm. that's kind of what happens there too with the mechanical hand but like walking. Also, it's like we can do that, but make it why? more you know, make it more scary. But make it death. Yeah. <laughs> why make a prop that has actual blades on it? 
Well, yeah, as people who work in the industry, no. <laughs> well, that, I mean, they, not a thing. No, absolutely not. Never would happen. Well, you know, there's. I mean, it, they they always have like different versions. Like you know, like Batman had like the like a, on you know, unlike Dark Knight, they had like the the Bat car that just sat there and the Bat car that, that can't turn and like the other one that can actually drive. You know, they have different like props that do different things. And actually, the part there's the part where uh, Nancy's asleep and the hand comes up and cuts through the sheets. Like that is like incredibly razor sharp. They, well, they those had knives to have are there, to cut. and they did actually yes. do yeah. it close to her face like that. So there is, you know, there's a possibility oh, of that. Yeah. Mm. Wes Craven said that was a scary ass. But it wouldn't be the one that he just wore around. Sure. No. Or they, they just have on set. Yeah. They'd be a. They'd be a little more. I don't know, a little careful, careful. about it. Even though you know, you never know with what happens. With yeah, I can say that people have a lots of those actual claws, and then have Robert Robert England sign them. I can say that, unfortunately, for He's a fact. He's never gonna let this go. I will not Ever. let go. I would wait in line for because three hours, and I watch assholes with the knives go in front of me, and I was second in line. I will never forget that. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> wait a line. Wait a line a lot for. A... I, I so, yes, so I, I do. Brought like replicas of the hand. These were real, like, real blades. Yeah, they were Security real. had to escort the people that had them and escort the they blades. They had, like, little tips on them, <laughs> so they weren't... They so, let them in still? Yep. so weird. I mean, I don't understand the point. Like, why are you having him sign a freaking weapon? Like, I get it, but still, like, come on now. It doesn't need to be real. Anybody Everybody's got a hobby, you know what I mean? Sure. Right? <laughs> Everybody's got a hobby. <laughs> Uh, I mean, also, I, I was, I guess I was really floored, too, by, like, the just Heather in this movie, and, like, I've I only seen her, I think, in Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, and then the third one. I've never seen her in anything else, and, like, she was great in this movie. Yeah, she is. She's mm. very good. Yeah, I mean, she's the main you know, She's a, the main character. And her real yeah. life was actually really close to what was happening in this movie. Like, Wes sure, Craven yeah. just stole a lot of things. Like, her husband actually is was a special effects person. Yeah, they have yeah. their and own she company. had a son yeah. who was around the same age as yeah. her son in this movie. Yeah. So, Wes Craven was like, let me just take everything that's actually happening and... Yeah, Wes, and in the commentary, Wes was saying that he, that she was kind of afraid about that, about the movie being so close to her actual life. Like and she, she did was, have a stalker, too. Like she was kind of oh, like, yeah, oh, she, she did. didn't want to put it all out there, you know, so yeah. it was kind of some coaxing, like kind of like it does in the movie, too, you know, so... Mm. They said it was zeros yeah. in that paycheck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'll do a lot more things if you put some zeros behind. It, you know? Yeah, well, I didn't realize that it was like also like I mean because you can feel that you know how close it's supposed to be because supposed to be you know real life that Freddie's coming to get her essentially and okay that's cool I didn't realize that her husband was a special effects artist and stuff like that I'm like I figured her husband wasn't dead so I'm like she has yeah. like an Academy Award for what is it Nutty Professor oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He did work on that movie. Terrible. That terrible movie. Terrible. <laughs> Their company <laughs> also did. Uh, I was say those movies age really well. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ken? Uh, their company also did work on uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, oh nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Podcast. And yeah. it's not just her husband, but Heather works on the effects stuff too. Yeah, she does too. Yeah, she does. Yeah, they have, yeah, they're both part of the company. Oh, like, nice. They, they started cool. the company together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's cool. yeah. She's a real that, nice person, too. That kind of reminds me of, sorry, different series, but it's the same sort of situation that happened in real life. Um, the woman who played the mom in the first child's play, uh, what's her actor's name? I'm trying to remember. Catherine oh. something. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. But uh, she went She went on to marry uh, Kevin Yeager, who did the special oh, effects yeah. for the first child's play. Like the, He was one of the first people to do the Chucky animatronic. What was that? Sorry, Whoa. no, I'm laughing at my own self. No, oh, I thought that was, I thought somebody was, I thought somebody, I, no, I thought somebody was like whistling. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. 
Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, it's okay. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah, no worries. Anyways, uh, yeah, her her and Kevin Yeager got married, and they're still together today. She was in uh, Star Trek Four, I believe. Yeah. Also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we looked. Yeah, we looked up them at one point. At one <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> I, I just, I, I guess it was just like the and the way they work in the earthquakes in this movie too, like how they always like fit what's happening in different scenes. Oh yeah, did did you uh, did did any of you check? Uh, I guess the there was a big earthquake, like about like two thirds into the production of of the movie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was uh, that was uh, that was uh, the movie was filmed in I think nineteen ninety three, early ninety four, and yeah, there was a huge earthquake in Los Angeles in like that that period of time. So the scene yeah, the, uh, of oh. the destruction was real destruction. That was yeah. set. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the, she's uh, driving to West Craven's house and you see like everything that's destroyed, it's like real. Yeah, yeah they, they, they went into oh, yeah. roll stuff really? after that's the earthquakes cool. actually happened. Yeah. And what was it? The, the crew members blamed it on West Craven because uh, he had written it into the script and they had already shot most of the movie. And he's like, "You you did this because you because <laughs> you made it happen." Oh, you wrote yeah. it, yeah. script and everything came true. Yeah. Hey, it fits the whole theme of this movie, like the whole yeah. idea. Like, there's parts where she's just reading the script of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, she's ending, in, like where, where they have it right there. It's like you don't need to know your lines because they're right in front of you. you yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that that concept was really interesting to me. Like throughout this movie, while I'm watching it, I was thinking to myself, like you get, you know, you would see John Saxon, you know, from the first movie, yeah. and like mm-hmm. just the way that you know. Like he still was kind of like a father figure to her, you know, in the you know in real life, which again made sense. I mean, especially work with someone you're younger, like. And I just yeah. love how they they put all that together. I'm like, this is just extremely cool, you know. And it it was just it's also kind of weird too because at times you got like you know you got to remember like you know she's not her character in this; she's herself as a character. Yeah, and also and constantly doing that too. She's yeah. constantly telling herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's like a couple other people like was it that that one person that's in the hospital that you said that was in the insidious movie she was also in the first movie Lynn Shea. She, she was Lynn a teacher Shea. that's yeah. right. and there was another and, and yeah. like the other guy that that like uh killed did you know everybody thought killed tina like he's at the he's at the funeral like there's a couple people that show yeah up the guy who the, played the, the i can't funeral. remember the actor's name but uh he played a character the character rod in the first movie and also <laughs> right. yeah yeah, speaking, yeah he's at Speaking of rod. speaking of the funeral uh, sequence, there's also another previous nightmare actor in the scene. It's uh, a- an actor uh, named by the uh, her her real name is uh, Tuesday Night, and she played uh, I believe oh. Kristen Parker in the fourth movie. Oh yeah, she's there too, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, she's yeah. she's in she's in the back she's in the background. Uh, Was Amanda Weiss in this too? She's in the credits, but I don't remember seeing her at the funeral. I'm not sure. I know she's in a photo when they show the cast from the original movie at one point. Yeah. There's a famous story that Wes was going to ask Johnny Depp to be in that scene. And he was afraid to because he thought he would say no. Yeah. Uh, and then no. they met later. He saw, you know, they ran into each other later in L.A. or something. And Wes was like, would you have done it? And he was like, "I absolutely I would have done oh, it, you asshole. Oh. Why didn't you ask me? He's kinda, yeah. Kinda oh. Yeah, it's fine now. Fine now. It's probably better that he's not that he's not there now that we know what he's done. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) I mean, he was in he was in Freddie. I mean, he was in Freddie. The what was it? The he was in Freddie's Dead. So I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll be in this. Like he was. Yeah, no kidding. Brain on drugs. Especially like one scene. You know, you you come like walk down the street to the cemetery. You make just be it. Twenty thousand dollars yeah. for yeah, twenty exactly. minutes work. Why not? He can only come back if he wears that shirt that he got killed in. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that crop top. The crop top. Yes. 
Which I think Wes Craven still has that because he's, yes! he's he said that he saved all the all the clothes in a box in his in his garage. Oh, that's he, wonderful! They reused some of them at the end there. Yeah. Oh, so I got a, a comment for Ken. So you know, we've been watching a lot of movies together, and you kind of have have made me more of a movie buff in a way. Like mm-hmm. when I was watching this movie, I was just thinking to myself because it, it's you know it's kind of like a fourth wall breaking movie, you know, and I was really like appreciating what they did more than I ever would have, and, and I occur that to you. That is, yeah, 100% fair. This The thing that really bothers me is that Scream always gets the credit for being the meta horror movie, but mm-hmm. it will never on any level be as meta as this movie is. You're watching the movie of the writing of the movie, but it's playing out like somebody's real life, but it's the movie, but the script is the real life, yeah. but it's only being written after it happens through dreams. This movie is so meta, it makes you want to tear off your face. <laughs> I like that so much. I don't know if any of you, any of y'all, knew this already, but uh, one of the potential titles, I believe, for this movie was called A "Nightmare on Elm Street Part." I think seven Ascension. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, think awesome. of that. Yeah, think of that title and think of this movie. Like, wow, that's actually a really good subtitle for this movie. Holy shit! I like well, what they we got. Out. They did just because it it feels like you know the end of a. Because it's well, end of a story, but also it had a, had a, had a number, then it would have just felt like another one of the movies. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't want to have it like. Yeah, they didn't want it to have a number on it. And also, interestingly, they didn't. There's no title. There's no movie title until the until the credits. Because yeah, oh. it to kind of feel like a documentary. I, I didn't catch yeah, that. Exactly. I normally pay attention to that. Mm. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like to pay attention to it. When the titles show up, because we think Wes Craven, he, he told me in the commentary. Yeah, we like a long, <laughs> you know, like a good long cold open, and then you know, twenty minutes in, you get boom, the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. No, no, one, no you're waiting credits. all the way yeah. till the end. Which I think this is the what is it the only nightmare that does that right? Because I know the other ones do like do the opening. Uh, yeah, credits. clever. Yeah, I believe so. It works for this yeah, one. So it's good to break. Good to break the uh, yeah. Break the the earthquake stuff that you guys said, I mean, like, I just think it's interesting that they, you know, that they showed real destruction in here. I mean... Why not? Why waste money on sets? <laughs> well, yeah, also, exactly. it is California. It does happen, unfortunately, but... That's yeah. What you, get, well, you know, like... I mean, if, I mean you're going to film her driving. Might as well film her driving next to some yeah. destroyed shit. Well, if you go, yeah, if you go film it, you can show all this, this destruction that you can afford to do. Like, that's what... Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> commentary. He's like, you gotta. It, it ups. It basically ups the. Makes it look like it has high, a higher budget, but it's just right. It's like it rains stuff. when you're supposed to have a rain shoot, and you just shoot the rain stuff, and then you don't have to pay for the rain. Yeah. <laughs> oh. it's like filming like uh, ambulances and cop cars that aren't for you, and editing them into the movie. I, th- I think Lloyd Kaufman did that for a couple. Yeah. Why not? Movies. You're not paying yeah. for extras. Just shooting a big crowd, taking the chance yeah. your celebrity's not going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like I think an elf when he's walking down the street. Uh, some, yeah. yeah, some of the people are not actors. So <laughs> something that I something that I actually also find compelling about this movie and why I appreciate it. Not that I don't like the other versions of the character uh, when he's a bit like silly or like when he's just a flat out like Looney Tunes character. I actually find this part one and part two to have like the scariest versions of Freddy because like. Like, especially with this with uh, this version of the character in this movie, like, I find them terrifying. Like, there's a bunch of just really good scare scenes in this. I find him, like, very compelling as a villain, as a, a villain in this because, like, I wonder, like, 
So is this Freddy Krueger the character, or is this the devil himself playing? Right. Yeah, Freddy, or playing a character of Freddy? Like, what is this? And I mean, you're right. Freddy's always been like an archetype, right? Yeah. Uh, I have an archetype of like a like an evil sort of Sandman, right? Terrifying. Yeah, dream. exactly. Yeah. God, and in this way, like as you were saying, like this movie was supposed to be called Ascension. That's really what happens to Freddy, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Comes a true archetype of terror, a true yeah. sort of. Like Satan himself, yeah. In the drawing, in the painting that Robert England paints, like that's a hundred percent some Satan shit. You know yeah. what I mean? His body is full of like all the souls. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, and then at the end in the fire. Yeah. Too. I, <laughs> he has I have a mute, you asshole. <laughs> oh my god! Because I have a, I have appreciated a, like I, I have appreciated like other takes on the character. But it's like, here's the thing about the Nightmare series and myself. I'm actually a staunch defender of Nightmare Part 6. And, like, I know that's the one that everybody hates, but I actually really love that movie, and I think it's feminist art. Because, you know, directed by a... Yeah, and it's and it's directed by a woman and a woman who was who's been working with the series since Part 1, Rachel Talalay. Like, I love that. That's perfect. I, I, I do I do talk about those dream spirits every once in a while on our on our, <laughs> Nintendo, cool. our Nintendo podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I made an appearance of Zero GX and then the last nice. Yeah, I nice. like the idea that this is like a demon in you know in a demon that exists that is using Freddy as to come into the world because of it being a symbol. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea of the storytellers are keeping that at bay. I love that part when she meets with Wes Craven and he's telling her this idea he got from his dreams, and I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that was like Freddy is using your dreams to become reality, so Satan is using Freddy to become reality, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. And also, I love that they do a callback scare in New Nightmare from the original, but like I actually find this a lot more effective than the original movie, even though like the original movie is impressive with its practical effects, like the f- the telephone scare where in the first movie it's yeah. Nancy calling her boyfriend and the phone you know Freddie is the phone is like I'm your boyfriend now Nancy and it starts making those <laughs> kissing noises and his tongue starts appearing where in, yeah. in New Nightmare like and this is like fucking horrifying is like it, it, Heather's son is like freaking out and having a tantrum and then the phone rings and then it's Freddie's voice and he's like talking to her and then like he starts laughing and then he just like s- like very quickly right before it gets to like the scary just goes <laughs> I touched him and then just like oh, yeah. fucking shit yeah. Yeah. And the tongue parts there too the tongue, so yeah, tongue it's, but it's, instead of the tongue though it like it turns into foam in the speaker like oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh like wow holy shit that was just weird to me, the foam on the speaker. I thought yeah. that was terrifying. Like, Jesus oh. Christ, okay, Wes Craven. But it is a callback. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Know. It's a callback. And, and a really, super really gross. Well, yeah, a really well done callback. Like, wow, that's actually scarier than the original shit. But they had yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of the scenes that were from the other movies that I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of times when I see callbacks, they kind of piss me off because I feel like, oh, God, we're doing the same joke again. But I feel like every time they used it in this, they they went further, and also they made it make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like Julie's death, right? The babysitter's yeah. death. Yeah, you know, like up the wall and up this up the you know onto the ceiling. Obviously, a callback, and but but so well used and so gross and awesome and like meaningful, I guess in a way, you know, because yeah. we actually care about her sure. as a person. Uh-huh. It's yeah, not exactly. just like do the same thing because everybody expects us to do the same thing. I feel like in oh, this, yeah. 
this is when definitely you do yeah. the same thing. It all it's it's all really meaningful when she's when um Heather's wearing the same pajamas and she's like, Thanks, Daddy. You know, like yeah. now we're oh, in the that was so now we're called yeah. back. And then the and house the house the, the house changes. This is there that she walks yeah. into the her you know, her movie house, but it's her house in real life when she gets inside. Yeah. Like but, I literally got goosebumps right now just saying that well, sentence. So, like, yeah, yeah, that is so well. There there was one thing there's one thing that actually I bumped into about the Julie death though when I was watching it again last night. She's like the only person that is not asleep when she gets yeah. killed in this. Yeah, it's fucked so, up enough. It's so, like it's so weird. Like, but everybody else is asleep. It's just breaking. It's breaking the rules, man. It's. Just, I, I love that. It's weird that's the point, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, also, yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to be asleep he's too, anymore. Uh, he's like, too powerful. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's manifesting exactly. in through the kid, and that's his yeah, opening, exactly. like a portal to this to the wor- the real world. So he's able to get get her. But like the thing that I think is so important about that death is also that's what everyone goes. Oh shit, she's not she's not crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because they can't yeah, jump, like, they can't explain the like how did right, this woman exactly. get murdered in a closed room with a little boy? And we watched her on the ceiling yeah. being dragged across. Like we, there's I no question. I was a little super pissed off that it took them a really long time to get over there. Like there's a lot of screaming, and they're standing. You know, Heather oh, the door. and the lady the doctor door locked or are standing at the other end of the room at the hall. Like, this was ridiculous. Let's go. Let's get over there and yeah, see what they're this just watching evil. it. You know like, what I mean? Oh, look, Let's at, look at her get on the ceiling. There. Like, oh, look at that. Look and at see that Heather's not insane. Yeah, I guess the, the original idea was that the babysitter was going to be like controlled by Freddie. Like, so oh, yeah, there was some. Yeah, they, I guess there was some. It, I know Wes Craven was like, when you see her, you don't know like which way she's going. And I was like, I don't know. She seems good through I'm, the whole I'm thing. Glad, I'm re- glad. I'm glad he went. For, he didn't go yeah. with that. I prefer this. Like, yeah. I prefer that Me Tracy. Too. Tracy was. Uh, I believe that's her name. Character's name. Uh, that. Yeah, uh, Julie. Oh, Julie, sorry. I thought her name was Tracy. My apologies. I'm glad that Julie wasn't like that character and instead was the other way. Like, I prefer I prefer this. I think it actually works a lot better because you really feel for the death, too, because like, oh, she was just an innocent character trying to help. Like, fuck, that really sucks. Yeah, there was another interesting thing about the the hospital scene. Uh, the 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 doctor, the doctor that's like, you know, that tried that like almost gets Nancy like uh, or Heather, I guess arrested she's she's based on like some worker from the mpaa that uh wes craven hated <laughs> and, it, <Yeah. laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be a parallel to that where uh oh, yeah, where, his, where, um, where she tells heather sensor. that uh yeah where, where he tells he- tells heather that like uh what she's doing is wrong he's like this is like when they you know when they tried to you know i, I know the mpa sucks and i've heard yeah Mm. people talk very badly about them. That's just kind of funny that he like named her like completely after a specific person from, yeah. from the meeting <laughs> board and all I that. I mean, that's like, they're always me. telling me what to do and, you know, and, and, you know, control my movies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with the doctor, like not believing her rang completely true to me. Yeah. Cause when my, well, like, my son yeah. has, often, he was bonkers. like five years old. We took, or maybe, you know, maybe he was younger, maybe he was four. We had an incident, something happened where he just wouldn't go in the basement where we lived and he wouldn't just not go in the house. He was terrified of something. We didn't know what we went to. I remember we went to different children's hospitals. They just wouldn't do anything. And they were like, we, and then finally somebody was able to like give him some medication that calmed down. We brought and then everything after that. He was fine. It was just like this one weird, like couple days where he just would not go in the house. And I remember that, like I, I could get that where they're like, there's something wrong with you. Like, you know, and another example, like my son also had meningitis and we went to multiple ERs before they finally caught oh. it. And oh no, so it kind oh. of felt, I kind of, I got to kind of like feel like where the doctor's like questioning you instead of like not listening to what you're saying. I'm like, yep, that that sounds very accurate sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I really like the everything with Heather where she starts questioning her own sanity as the movie continues. Like you have, you know, just where she's like, she doesn't understand if maybe she is going crazy or if any, because she can't believe any of this is real. Like it's just a movie. And I, I really like that. And to go back to the doctor, I like how the doctor is judging her. Like, well, did you let anyone watch any, you know, did you watch your movies? Like, I love that. <laughs> they do a subtle thing to costume wise where, you know, we all know eventually Nancy's hair turns gray. She's got that gray streak that happens. But in the yeah. movie, Heather's hair slowly, it's very subtle. She ends up with a gray streak at the end of the movie, but yes. it's it ha- it's happening the whole time. She'll have a couple more gray hairs running through her hair. You know, every scene as we progress through the movie, which I think is amazing visual storytelling, because not only is it a mirror for the movie itself, but it's also telling us that like she doesn't she doesn't fucking know what's going on. She 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 is actually like being stressfully impacted by what's happening and not knowing what's reality. I I, I just want to say too. I, I just hope everybody that's here. Sorry, I, I just have to do this callback. I have to say this line, and if you don't know the response line that's fine but if you do you just go ahead and say it but it okay i just i have to do this to everybody where's your pass screw your hall pass thank you thank you thank you oh my god thank you we did like that we did like that of course i just i had to do it i just i love i love the way heather responds that where's your pass screw your pass like oh shit oh go heather that lady that says that, I think that's her. One of the the one that does like the sneaky uh, the sneaky shot to Dylan. Oh, that, that was so that's Wes Craven's daughter. Oh, wow. Okay, she was in there, but I didn't know which yeah. one she was. So I, I guess uh, well, she's a, he said she's a teacher now, and and I guess they would. Okay. They called her like Mrs. Uh, I don't know Mrs. Needle or something like that because she does <laughs> the sneak the sneak needle in the movie, and yeah. <laughs> so oh, she might have been I, I, she might have been the one that said you know where's your past? But yeah, no, I did. I knew that was coming. Yeah, where it's like screw your past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Ken, what did you think? Like watching Nancy kind of go insane throughout this movie. Well, I mean, it's very, it's almost a parallel to Nancy's degradation throughout the first movie, like mental degradation as she goes on. Like, I have expected a, like a hidden coffee pot to come out after hers broken that earthquake, because that was the one thing that I really enjoyed about that first one was that coffee pot that she just pulled out of her bedside <laughs> table. <laughs> so, I do like that. Oh, I was yeah. really yeah. waiting for that to come back, but... Sadly, it didn't. It would have been but, funny if pulling out. Yeah. Would like this that. movie, because of all the similarities between, like, looking at the surface, oh, it's not similar at all. But delving deeper into it and just watching Nightmare on Elm Street like we have recently and then watching this right afterwards, you can really see that this movie is the perfect bookend to the first movie. Yeah. And it, it was a great place to just stop. And I'm glad they did. Well, yeah. <laughs> they stopped. Yeah. They stopped. Well, aside from nothing else, aside from, the account, don't forget about from, the 115 million they made from that Freddy vs. Jason movie. Yeah, well, aside from Freddy vs. Jason and the 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 remake, they technically did stop. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly. And Freddy like, Jason's a crossover, so this sure. is the end. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. On, yeah. on the subject of Freddy turning into like the devil at the end of this movie, I always thought that that was going to be the story for Freddy versus Jason because at the end of like Jason goes to hell, or as I called it, Jason turns into other people. 
Yeah. You know, there, there's his, his mask is on the ground and the claw comes up from the ground and brings his mask like down into hell or whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, exactly. well, Freddy is, I'm like, Freddy is the devil now because he's in the devil in New Nightmare. It's all coming together. So the original idea for that script that I heard, I don't know if it was real or not, but this is before I was, you know, as online or whatever, was saying mm-hmm. that like, you know, Jason came, you know, like came back to life and then Jason and then Freddy comes from hell to get him and bring him back to hell because he's the devil or whatever. So I always thought that was what was going to be the the plot for that movie, not what. For that would have been a better plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It would have been some yeah. plot. That's ridiculous. I mean, there, I there like is a that. comic that kind of says what the what what some of the ideas they were throwing around the of uh, Ash versus Jason versus. Oh, the Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah, I've the, read yeah. the comic, right? That, that don't that read that comic, the, but yes. Yeah, and that I've became read. the comic. Yeah, I've read it. Eh. I, I read it too for this podcast many many years ago. You did. Yeah. You can go find an episode about it, like really early. Go search it, and you'll find it. <laughs> Bless Game you, of course. Got? Uh, I mean, I, I sorry. I, I feel like there's some sort of horrible irony in me saying this because I'm an atheist. But my God, bless you for putting yourself through that. <laughs> I like downloads. Also, I it was not my idea, but I, I I'll read almost anything at this point. I'll just I'm Cal. I'm watching movies. I mean, this was nothing compared to some of the movies people have suggested. Ken. For me to watch. People like torturing him. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was beheaded in this movie, so you know it was all right. Like (laughs) random beheadings that just. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Good point. That I didn't see coming. No one was beheaded. I hate you, Ken. I hate you. (laughs) You traumatize your Ken with hereditary. I hear that a lot. It's fine. Well, I so the no. person. Now, what is this traumatic beheading? Oh, hereditary. Yeah, 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 hereditary. Amazing. One of the best movies of all time. One of the best. Ooh, that movie. But again, that's the thing is why I appreciate this movie more. It wasn't like yeah. that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that kind of. It wasn't that kind of horror movie. It wasn't. A, this is not a really bloody it film. Was the I mean, movies, Mike, like yeah. the non-bloody. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of scary horror, stuff. Psychological. It's yeah, pretend. Like, it's pretend horror. You, <laughs> Freddy's pretend. You know what I mean? Well, you can definitely distance yourself. No, he's real now. In that way, he grew out of the story. <laughs> One thing that you. we we haven't talked about is a, it really happens after the father dies. Or after her husband dies because he's coming home and he gets killed by the claw. And when she, the way her son, like, just everything that happens to her son after that, I mean, it's very PTSD. Again, it makes sense. He just lost his father. And yeah, and that's when he starts having all the, that's when he starts having all the issues. God wouldn't take me. You know, his, uh, that's such a a heartbreak. Especially for a horror, like for a horror yeah. movie where you you wonder if they don't really bring up like religious stuff that much. That's such a harrowing line. Just like that was very wow. Omen. That whole scene was very the Omen. Oh yeah, it the was music, very... the way he's really... standing there, everything. I saw the scene when he climbs on the yeah, yeah. on the jungle playground. gym. Uh, yeah, and he he starts climbing to the very top. And I, I something I actually really another thing that I really appreciate with this film is. I really love the scene between Nancy and talking to her son, Dylan. And like when they're just talking in bed together about like, like why do people, what happens when people die? Like that's a really deep emotional scene for this, like slasher horror series. Like I really liked that. uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, No, I was just sorry. I just, the the last thing I was going to say too, is that like, it just, I I really appreciate that. Like even this many years, this many movies in like, like, someone like Wes Craven remembers that like, oh, people actually do care for the characters in these damn movies. Like people do actually give a shit about them. It's not just, oh, I want to go see a movie where the bad guy kills and murders everybody. Yeah. Like, no, like I actually want to give a shit about the characters and in a movie. Like, 
I want to care, but you have to put the effort into it. And Wes Craven clearly put the effort into it with this. 100%. For sure. I just wanted to say, uh, I've learned this from the commentaries. So it's pretty cool. Uh, that that uh, that park that they were at, it was closing like at the time they were shooting there. And uh, the father, the actual father of Dylan, bought that fucking rocket thing that he climbed oh. on and like took it home. And they had it in their backyard, which I'm like, I don't know if that's like Whoa. a cool thing or not. He but... probably never that thing ever again. He's like, hey, yeah, you no remember kidding. you climbed this in that movie and did that crazy <laughs> scene? Uh, let's own it. So you can look at yeah, it every exactly. day. Like, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Here's a piece of your trauma. That, yeah. that kid is that kid, that kid is Look awesome. At it every day. That kid yeah. is awesome. I love him in Pet Cemetery. And wasn't he the 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 penis oh, yeah. vagina too from uh, Yeah, uh, Miko uh, Hughes. Yeah. That's that's the actor. Yeah, Miko, uh, yeah. Yeah, Miko he's Hughes. Super cool. I met him. Yeah. He's super cool. Oh, super that's short, awesome. but super cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm always happy to especially. Is he in his forties? Uh, I mean, no, he would be older. Wait, 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 I don't no, know. No, he wouldn't. Oh, no, we were 14. Oh, no, he, he wasn't was 14. Younger. Yeah. He's younger than yeah. us. He's younger than no. us, yeah. By the time I go- just Googled this, <laughs> he was born in, in 80. Shit, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't around. 86. Pay attention. He's younger than 86. Yeah, okay. He's a- so 86. He's not in his 40s yet. Pet Cemetery. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. He wouldn't be in his 40s just yet. He'd be in, like, his mid to late 30s. So. He was really nice, though. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I've always like I I always I, I always forget how many things I've actually seen that kid. Well, kid, I've seen that person in like <laughs> I've seen him in like an episode of like Full House and Kindergarten Cop and this so movie and Pet Cemetery <laughs> and that thing. Like like God, that kid was everywhere. Holy I crap! I hope his parents put that money away for him. That's all I can say. Yes, and. I know Hollywood kid actors, uh, you know, a lot of them kind of end up a little tragic or, you know, yeah. end up in a shitty spot. I'm glad, I hope I hope, that guy, I hope that guy is doing well. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Him. No, you didn't. He was he was the kid of the moment, though. I was going to say, like, this movie is actually packed full of yeah. people who were like, super popular at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He does a great job. Like I, he did a yeah. the kid actor did a great job throughout this movie to really yeah. sell like just everything with it. I I love the dinosaur Rex that he has that you yeah, see the, slash the marks on, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, Rex is cool. Yeah. I just imagine directing this kid and being like, okay, now you're gonna just scream uncontrollably yeah. until the phone rings. Now act like Freddy. <laughs> Action. <laughs> gonna turn off the tv and you're gonna scream just yeah. keep screaming yeah. okay yeah. great okay now in this okay scene, now we're gonna give you these scream. new newspaper clippings we're gonna make you spell this and then you're gonna talk in this really weird creepy raspy voice mm-hmm. yeah followed by screaming yeah exactly <laughs> hey kids another screaming really good that, yeah that kid- that kid's a really good actor, but uh, I found this funny when they got to like the final scene there and like with the fire and all that shit. Uh, he like ran out screaming like once he saw oh. like Robert oh, England no. in, in makeup and all that. Oh. So they had to like they basically had to like take a whole thing where like Robert like Robert England like talked to him normal and like you know oh. let him know the actor and oh, all no. that and they had to calm him down because he was terrible. Oh. like Freddie and that whole use that shot in the movie. Well, they had that whole no, area. I don't know. Well, but they had that whole probably. area with the. I mean, they built that like area with the steam and the fire and all that. Like that's yeah. you know, ninety four. That shit's real. So yeah. he was terrified, and they had to like <laughs> calm him down. And, and it t- they it said it took some time. And that's a real ass snake. Get him, get him you know to be I mean? on yeah, like snake. That fucking yeah. boa constrictor is a real. Oh yeah, snake. and the eel too. Like the, the one that had, there's like an eel in there where she grabs. And the there's eels just like a random with. huge ass pool of water that Nancy falls in, and it's like 
Yeah, this place yeah. is fucking scary. Jesus. Oh, yeah. they do the marshmallow stairs. I was so oh, yeah, excited about that stairs, callback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Cool. They do totally look like such marshmallows. <laughs> I liked it because it looks hard to get out of. You know what I mean? Yeah, it that does. Yeah. That's what I call it. That's what I put in my notes, too, I think. They called them what? Oatmeal stairs. Oatmeal stairs. I like that. Apparently, either I think it was on a commentary for the original movie. A lot of the actors and people like don't remember exactly what they did to to make that entire sequence with the stairs and like the squishy material. But apparently, it felt like pancake batter, and it's like I want to <laughs> I want to know what that feels like. Like well, walking, you get a in bunch of pancake. pancake batter and you yeah, just put it on the ground and step in it. <laughs> it looks uh, it looks better than that. Well, the original one, like you can kind of see the holes were already there before yeah. she puts her and all that and this one looks like more it looks better you know a lot of a lot oh, of the yeah, stuff so. that a lot of the effects that are repeated like when he comes out of the bed and all that it looks a lot better than it originally oh yeah yeah uh, ken it you just shared water. something in the chat that you should mention uh yeah actually this year uh there was a fan nightmare on elm street movie called dylan's new nightmare Ooh, and it's okay. the unofficial sequel to this but miko hughes comes back to play dylan right it's right. like a it's like a fan oh film, God, right? It's like that. a yeah. it's like yeah. a pretty minute fan film. Yeah. Watch yeah. the shit out of that. Yeah, I wonder how you can get a hold of it. It's on I YouTube. Think it, yeah, oh, it, it might be on YouTube. I think it, it is on YouTube. You can probably just watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay, I'm curious about this too. Because... Is Robert England in it? Mm-mm. Um, he's officially retired from the role. Like he's completely done. I doubt that, but okay. No, no, I'm not saying that like it's and an opinion, it's actual fact. He said if he got the right offer, he would come back. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think also New Line. Well, I mean, in like when I recently saw him in the panel, that's what he said. Okay. If he got the right offer, he would come back. But hey, remember, we got a new guy that's in Dead by Daylight. That's going to be our Freddy for the one movie we oh, made God. that apparently didn't. I'm curious about watching that movie now, by the way. But I don't know if the I should. The remake. Like, I yeah, uh, yeah. I downloaded it. it and watched it. Did it we was, watch it? I didn't watch it. I don't think we watched it together. Oh, I watched it. I don't know. I watched it. I was drunk one night. I was like, let's put it on. I was like, this movie's boring. <laughs> and it didn't get your <laughs> approval, did it? Uh, it was, yeah. It was, I like it, that they turned Nancy, the character of Nancy from a cool, interesting final girl in the original movie to fucking boring as shit in the remake. All right, I'm done then. I don't, I don't, I don't need to watch it now. All right. He likes his final girls. I really do. Uh, hello, I also love final girls. They're amazing, and they're like my superheroes. Like, so Ken, what's what's worse, the remake of of Nightmare on Elm Street or where Halloween goes later on? All right, you guys ready for this? You're gonna love it. Yes. <laughs> I don't hate the remake. I think the remake is oh. fine. Okay. Great. Okay. That's it. All right. They tried. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie. It's, yeah. it's got credits. Mm. I don't hate okay. the later Halloweens. Maybe I that's like, controversial. I like I didn't the later Halloween. I like, I like the like, later Halloween. I like the last one too. I know a lot of people hated yeah. it because Michael Myers wasn't in enough, but I liked yeah. it. I loved I, I loved Halloween. I want to see more of those. I'm I actually like the, the last one. I like the one before the last one too. Yep. I, we will be soon. Okay. Yeah. I I loved all the David Gordon Green Halloweens. Like even the ones that like people were like really shitting on. I'm like, I like this. I don't know what everyone else is whining about. <laughs> Yeah, I thought they were all pretty good. I mean, I yeah. think they were better than the, than the sequels before that. Oh, oh yeah, mostly. Oh, hell yeah, totally agree. Better than H two O. 
Yeah. One of the scariest scenes in this movie for me, what like we talked a little bit with the playground, I was just thinking to myself, like, God, that is unsafe. You shouldn't be able to let the kid climb out on top of the freaking like thing. It would never open, right? I was saying it would never open. Oh yeah, it wouldn't open. The like thing that. would be welded <laughs> shut. Yeah, like I remember at a McDonald's, there was a McDonald's playpen Those many times so years Nazis. ago. I mean, it was like a metal thing where you climbed up into like a burger policeman and it had like oh, a was jail like up a there. Like, policeman man. Yes, oh, yeah. I remember. I remember that. Uh huh. It was and the bars, but that's what it made me think of is that this was way higher than that. It would burn the shit out of you in the summer, but you yes. couldn't oh, yes. climb out but of it. Oh, yeah, considering that's Los Angeles, like, good lord. <laughs> yeah, you'd be on fire. That would be so hot. <laughs> but I mean, that, oh, that, that, oh, that scene, just everything with that, the way, like, you guys are talking about this, and the way also John Saxon talks to her. I love all that. What I want to go back to, we mentioned a little bit earlier, is the whole mansion part. Like, later on, after when finally, after you have Dylan is sleepwalking, he crosses the freeway. The freeway is such a great scene, too. Oh, oh yeah. That, yeah, that thing was part of what I mean, when I rem- when I watched it the first time, that was obviously the most memorable part where the clouds turn into Freddy and there's like oh, yeah. 100 Freddies, which all of them are real. I guess like everybody who was on the set got a Freddy mask for that part where they, <laughs> yeah, they, where they cool. run where they run to the to the thing. That was a great little scene. Yes. And just and just watching all the destruction of the freeway. I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, you, you can't cross an L.A. freeway. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she gets hit by a car, gets scratches on her, but she has a limp for the rest of the movie when she catches her kid. She gets a limp earlier in the movie. Isn't it from when she catches her kid? I thought she got the limp from the... Let's just say she committed to the the, limp, you know what I mean? She was very committed, however she got it. She was very committed. But when she got hit by an actual car, she was up and gone. Yep. I didn't, but that whole yeah, scene when like three times you have to cross the the highway to get. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that is realistic. It was like Frogger. <laughs> but like when she gets to the house and John Saxon is there waiting, and we were talking about a little bit ago, but I wanted to go more into it. And then all of a sudden, like he switches from calling her Heather, just calling her Nancy. Yeah. And like you guys were saying, then the house changes. I'm just like, damn, that is an intense scene. And she's just like, and their clothes change. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, she's wearing her pajamas, and he's wearing his. You know, trench coat, it's the same, cop yeah, outfit. The, the, she sees yeah, his cop badge, coat, yeah. and she knows. Now she knows. Like the dream's coming to life. The dream is now. But it goes so says, slow too. Teddy, it's, she it's so it it's so subtle at first. Like first, you just see the badge. Then he then he calls her Nancy a couple times, and then she finally, when she gets out of the house, she gives in and she calls him dad or daddy. Yeah. And then she turns around and goes into the house, and I'm just like, this is hella good. They do a little nod to her old house. There's like a scene where you see her white picket fence and her white picket fence of her quote unquote real house is covered in roses. And in the original, she had that like trellis that Johnny Depp would climb up that was covered in (laughs) roses. So you get like they're doing a lot of visually in the beginning to to bring you there mentally, even if you aren't paying attention like it's happening. And then all of a sudden there we are at that at that same house again. I, I thought that was really cool. I, I guess they were they originally planning on using the same set for the original movie, but from the commentary, he said that it ended up being way too more expensive, way too expensive, and that's why. Uh, yeah. When it when it came to it, so they that's why they ended up just using the same inside of her regular house, just with the outside different. But it's I don't know. It's it's it I kind of like works it fine, works fine for me. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I I like the breadcrumbs that are pill sleeping pills. I thought that yeah, was like, yeah, that's she really good. Too many. But, but don't don't take that many. That's that's dangerous. Yeah, that. yeah exactly. Yeah, you will not be okay. I mean, yeah. she took like five. I'm like, that's gonna kill you. Don't do that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Holy shit! Did you learn anything from from Heath Ledger? Come on. Oh no! 
<laughs> I, it's I, not okay. Uh, I did enjoy okay, the whole like you know, don't go to sleep everything you know from the you know previous movies, but now in real life, like that was all really good. I felt it really got me. Or when <laughs> when they tell you know we talked about earlier with the whole like the the, the secret shot where they trick him and give him a shot so he goes to sleep because they're trying to keep him awake. That was good. Yeah. Oh man, if that were my kid, I'd be thrown. I would. I'd be in trouble. I like when fucking face like- off. I liked when Julie snuck a punch to that nurse. Like, hell yeah. I love that. That'd be me ten times over. She'd be dead. (laughs) If somebody did that to my cat, you know what I mean? I don't have a kid. I would punch punch that person in the throat. To my pet, and I will fucking murder you. (laughs) I love seeing John Saxon again in this, though. Oh yeah, and he's so sweet. I like that actor. He's cool. John Saxon rules. Yeah, he's just wearing a lot Thank of you, makeup. Ken. Thank you. He was in. Uh, wasn't wasn't he in like Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee or something? Yeah, he was, yeah. In one of he was yeah. also in. He was yeah. also in another slasher horror classic, Black Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen that, but mm-hmm. you've never like seen actor. Black Christmas. Oh my god, that movie's good. We watched that last year. I've been trying to get him to cover it, y'all. Is that the one with Hooney? But, uh, but, but, no. Black Christmas was no. That was the Santa. That one was like Silent Death, Night. Deadly Night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Black Christmas was the one. It's uh, the one where the the guy kills all the girls at the sorority. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, it was like the. Uh, it was Black great. Yeah, we watched, it, we watched the original one. Yeah, Black yeah. Christmas is the one with Olivia Hussey. The what? That's her name. Oh that's yeah. That's the that's the actor's name who plays the yeah. main uh, the main girl Olivia Hussey. Wasn't she in It? Is it the same one that was in It? I believe yeah. she was in It. Yeah. Yeah, in, it's in, the same in, one that played Audra. It, wasn't she in the? Wasn't she in like the Romeo and Juliet movie too? Yeah, yep. she was. That was like her most famous role, like too. Yeah, where she did where they did with like the underage nudity and the asshole director and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that's yep. the one. I just yep. to a, I listened to a podcast earlier where they mentioned it. <laughs> Bunch of fucking scumbags. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were trying to. Like, it's trying Shakespeare's to, fault. It's Shakespeare's yeah, fault. Like Why are you writing thirteen-year-olds <laughs> yeah. having a bunch of crazy sex? Shakespeare. They've been like trying to sue you the company pervert. still, like now. <laughs> 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 I can say that I I worked in a Shakespeare theater for 15 years. So, so you, you know, yeah. I, can, you I can talk shit about Shakespeare all day. It doesn't matter to me. That's right. We <laughs> the only thing that I like about Shakespeare involves him writing a play for a bunch of fairies. So unless it's about <laughs> yeah. that, I'm not interested. It's um, the only thing I like I ca- Shakespeare, but the only thing I care about Shakespeare are the remakes of his stories done in film, and also Greg Wiseman. Yeah. So, like, 10 Things I Hate About You. We love yeah, that exactly. one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Uh, another scene I, I want to talk about is kind of near the end. I felt like the, the climax of this movie is, again, really good. Like, everything with them, when when she takes the sleeping pills, besides she should be dead. But, like, her going into the into the dream dimension, but she has her knife. And Freddy having a freaking castle, but also having furnaces, like the original Freddy. Like, that was just awesome. She's just like, oh, yeah. spewed out by Freddy. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And I, I didn't think about it, but yeah, it's, it's a practical set. Slide. It's, it's like a slide oh, there. Oh, yeah, that it's slide cool. looks so yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought that's what it does. Have to take a turn going down oh, the yeah. slide. When she goes <laughs> into the bed sheets and then it turns. Yeah, that actually looks like a lot of fun. I'd do that. That badass yeah. slide. Yeah, yeah. That's all I and can you, think of. You get to and land then it's a water slide. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go in the water. Like, that sounds like a fun fucking like ride in a hotel. Like, I want to go to that. And you get, you get shot out of Freddy's tray. mouth. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, exactly. here's the Haunted water slides. Let's go. Yeah, haunted Whee! water slides. It's a whole franchise. We've got a plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be fun. It's just a good scene. And it also, like, 
again, one of my things that I'm into in, in these movies is that, you know, Nancy is very much, or Heather, is taking mm-hmm. control of, of the situation. She's fighting Freddy. She's, you know, and then especially her and Dylan are fighting together against Freddy. And I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. You know, neither yeah. Neither of them are weak characters in this. No, you're right. Yeah. No, another fun fact that that tongue fight was added later. Like, because they, uh, they had a test screening where they thought the, that Freddie went down too quick. So that's where they. When he wraps his tongue yeah, around. They added, they added a tongue yeah, they added tongue out. And Heather Lanningham did not like that. No. <laughs> I did not like that. It was just weird. Yucky. I Very always liked yucky. the serpent tongue, though. Like when they split his yeah. tongue. The serpent tongue was cool, but you didn't need the tongue wrapping completely around her face. It was under the clothes and everything. I don't see any reason why stabbing the tongue would make him retract the tongue completely. Have you like, ever that tongue bitten your tongue, like times. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just cut a part of it since there's so, so much of it's out, you know. I would have cut it off at his mouth, you know what I mean? Same. Don't stab the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the wrong move. <laughs> well, it's the little boy that's doing it, though. Okay, right. I'm not, yeah, obviously, he's never stabbed a tongue before. He doesn't have to <laughs> He's a little kid. Next time, it. kid. Next time you need to next stab a tongue. I've some bullets for you. I mean, that will, okay, I would have rather had it like where she chopped it off and then it, you know, he would have lost his tongue, and, you know, but it was fine. The serpent part looked, I thought it looked cool. His serpent tongue did look cool. The rest yeah. of it. Yeah. I also, this, this tongue, Freddy wasn't I mean, scared of fire. The tongue has been a the, Freddy the thing. The tongue is a character. He did one thing. Yeah, I think you fight multiple tongues in the Nightmare on Elm Street NES game. <laughs> and yeah, can I, uh, just all oh, sorry. fire's the only thing that can kill Freddy. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Just can I make another big kind of like oh hot take? But it's not really like a hot hot take. It's just I actually really like the Nightmare NES game. I actually really like that game. Hey, it was it was one of the few games where you could play four player. So yeah, exactly. That, that was cool. <laughs> exactly. Never played it. I, I had that four player adapter, and I think that's the only game I could ever use it on. And I didn't use it until I was like. 25 so you know and i got that thing when i was like 10 because i thought it worked on the turtles game but oh. the uh that was a, that, that was a rare game the guys who made the yeah rare gold, made country. Gold, GoldenEye and, yeah the donkey kong country goldeneye banjo kazooie like a bunch of actually good games and it was the same same the soundtrack was done by the same guy who did the donkey kong country soundtrack yeah david well. wise i think yeah david wise he's awesome yeah yeah Earls. speaking of i mean you know kind of parallel anyway all the new line cinema Sh- uh, shots in this movie were actually shot at New Line Cinema offices. They were. Oh, that's yeah, that awesome. was a pretty easy movie to make, I guess, because some of it was. Yeah, and, and they had actual work. They were like, doing, Tom, doing get out of your stuff. office. We're yeah. just, you know, we're going to shoot in here today. Which yeah. I, I worked the movie. I, I worked on a TV show a couple years ago, and they had to shoot a wardrobe scene. And so they were like, we'll shoot it in wardrobe, which fucking sucked. Oh, no. Yeah. Because we couldn't do any work. You know, we're just like all standing around while they shoot in our department. Oh, and we're yeah, like, yeah. how are we supposed to work in wardrobe when you're shooting in wardrobe? <laughs> Fuck you. And it's going to take like, it's going to take all day. So too. I'm sure it really pissed <laughs> off everybody at New Line Cinema. Oh, sure. Yeah. It was two days for us. It was two days. I can't do anything. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and New Line Cinema is like almost, uh, well, I guess they, but they were bought by Warner Brothers now, and they've just kind of just got uh, folded yeah, into that. Swallowed. I was trying to figure out what what ex- if anything really exists of it anymore. I guess they just kind of got bad. absorbed. I don't New really line. like stuff with Warner Brothers right now with Zazzalov and that. Uh, yeah, no, that's. I don't know. I think that is kind of sad. Like I don't know. Like I have memories of New Line Cinema movies and like going to the theater and seeing their logo. Especially when I oh, saw Mortal Kombat and just as yes, the, yes, new, uh, Mortal, Mortal the new Mortal Kombat yes. and, and 
turtles. Yes, so. turtles. Yeah, exactly. And, and Nightmare Elm. Yeah, exactly. All of them. And like, if you saw the Mortal Kombat movie in theaters or whatever, as the New Line Cinema logo comes up, you just hear that Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's like hell yes. <laughs> I, I I didn't. If I remember correctly, the guy they're talking to actually was the head of New Line Cinema at the time. Yeah, yeah, Bob Shea. Yeah, so I thought that was cool too. Yeah, they used yeah. actual people. The yeah, the, the part with Wes Craven, where, where she talks to Wes Craven, I guess they had to do that multiple times because uh, he's a mumbler, and the and the whoever was monitoring the sound was like, "I can't hear you, I can't hear you." You're a shitty <laughs> actor. And Wes. he was getting and he was <laughs> getting really pissed about it. He's like, "Can we just like stop doing? Can we just go and do something else? I'm really tired of trying to act here." Like, oh no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you have to do one thing over and over and over again, I can understand yeah. being upset. Uh. <laughs> But I think that's kind of funny, though. He didn't enunciate. He never did a Shakespeare. <laughs> he, he worked behind the camera. In front of him. <laughs> I did appreciate the ending, like how they you get rid of Freddy. Like they because he climbs in the furnace. I was confused. I'm like, well, there's fire. Why is he? He should be scared of fire. But this, since it's not actually Freddy, it's more of a demon. Yeah. Being Freddy. Like that, and then they, and then I realized, oh, the fire's not actually there until after they shove him in there, lock the door, then they hit a lever, and then they burn him. Then he was scared of yeah, fire. Yeah, he didn't like it then. How did you feel about like all the Hans, all the Hansel and Gretel like uh, paired like uh, parallels? Like I mean, considering you know, that's a horror it story in itself. It I mean, they, they do kind of beat it over the head a, a little bit. I think like it's a yeah, little bit. That- that's, that's the same thing where like we stuck him in there and now he's going to burn because he's the witch or you know <laughs> i didn't think it was too much i really didn't i, didn't I think they could have i think they could have you know my my least favorite thing in the whole world is when they do a bit and then somebody explains the bit to you yeah and yeah. nobody explained and nobody ex- nobody was like and see he died like the witch you know we didn't have that yeah, yeah. scene and so i was really thankful for that you know we got we got the pills as cookie crumbs you know I, I felt like legit it was the right amount of allegory. Yeah, there is like one part where where she picks up the sleeping pill and she's like breadcrumbs. And then like it replays Dylan saying again that it's breadcrumbs. Right. And I was like, we could have cut okay, that. Yeah, we Dylan don't need that. It's okay. a little bit. Yeah. Little bit I didn't, that was a little bit too much. A little, but it still wasn't as bad as it could have been. It's like, we know, we know, we yeah, but I was happy at the end. That we didn't get that. The witch in the storybook I, has Freddy Claus. Yep. The, the drawing. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay, that's cool. So it makes it even more. I'm fine with it. Like, I do get irritated with it sometimes, but this movie didn't bother me. The allegories and all that. Like, I, it just... I, it, it just fit. And, like, when they finally kill Freddy and then they both wake up and then she just sitting in the damaged room, and then the script is just there. I thought and that then, was a cool touch. And then when she starts reading the the uh, the script, it's literally the ending of the movie, and yeah. as the, the movie ends, I'm like I love that. That's yeah. actually really great. I would like it. <laughs> but I think you get three times if you're gonna use a if you're gonna use something to tell us the story. You get three times to use it. You get to introduce it. You get to remind us of it, and then you get to do it. And this did exactly that. Three times can work sometimes. Yeah. When I, I mean watching this, it, you know, there's so many. Uh, there's so many movies now that like do this, you know, like this hasn't really, I didn't, I didn't feel like this had been done that much back then, but there's so many movies like where, you know, where they do like the same scene again, like, like that, like the fucking matrix movie where they play the yeah. scene of the matrix in the background while they're doing that same scene oh, in the yeah, matrix that whole new in front of it. And I'm like, this, I'm like this movie, you know, you had to hear what, look at this movie. Here's a better way to do this than like what you're doing with everything else. Like we have to do this. I think it did use again. it selectively. But it, but it did it better, where it was still still its own story, but it still did callbacks. You know, it wasn't trying to do the exact same thing. I did find it interesting how she's reading the sto- the script to Dylan. Then at the end of the movie, yeah. like she goes to the beginning and 
just starts reading like a horror movie to him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Just, it's just yeah. a story now. No, no, yeah. I can't watch your movie, but I can read it to you. And well, I mean, considering really... what Dylan has just gone through, I, I think it'd be appropriate. Like, why not? Like, you already went through like the worst. So gonna I mean, he's going to sleep through it. She's going to sleep through it. He hasn't slept in like a, in like weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <know>? exactly. <laughs> What were you going to say, Ken? I was just going to say, I mean, in in a sense, this is kind of just taken on its own fairy tale idea, becoming another story that's yeah. going to keep Freddy contained. I love that idea. That's a good point. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. So, see, we have to keep talking about this movie to keep him contained. You keep bringing talk yeah, about exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I'm guys, I, I hope I hope y'all yeah. are not going to be busy for the next uh, like the next couple of weeks. We're going to be on this podcast for yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> this is part we'll one sleep. out of fifty-five. Yep, I call first shift. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoever, yeah, whoever falls asleep. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna need a couple of minutes. I'm gonna have to brew up some coffee, but I'll, I'll be back for another shift. So yeah, don't worry. <laughs> ah, that's amateur stuff. I got a coffee maker right here under my computer desk. <laughs> hey, we, we got, we got a whole thing of hypnosis. Sorry, my, mine's in my kitchen. I always keep it. I always keep it there. I'm sorry. You gotta hide it in your bedroom. Yeah. Just we got out. we got boxes of hypnosis we can send to you. So and we're, <laughs> thank you. Thank we're kind of fucked on the coffee front, but hypnosis. Oh, uh, when the doctors are like talking to her and they're or they're when they're talking to each other, like the way that they're like, I bet this she don't even let the kids sleep. You know, I I thought that was like whew, <laughs> vicious. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's a great nod to like you know doctors yeah. are thinking like, Real oh, doctors. you're just you're being a really yeah. shitty parent. You know what I mean? And instead, yeah. she's being a really good parent. Yeah, exactly. And no one will listen. And you you do have there are a couple like scenes that. Well, I, you guys had brought up that I, I want that when you brought up earlier the how she was actually having a stalker. Like you have the tax, you have the limo driver who's kind of a creep in this. Kind of. Oh, he's a real creep. Yeah, he's creepy. You have just yeah. You have stuff like that that I I I all felt was good. Like when they go to the when she has the interview at the TV station and they don't tell her that Robert Eames is going to pop out of the wall dressed as Freddy. Yeah. You know, like just disrespecting her completely. Like, you know, you can at least tell her. You could tell she was uncomfortable telling the world her son's name. Yeah. Mm. Which makes sense. You know, like there's crazy people out there. I mean, that's what the whole point of like she's getting these, you know, phone calls from someone stalking her and it like, you know, everything just fits together like a glove <laughs> so well throughout this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last thing that I, I that we haven't like talked the about. Sign of glove did, by the way, that the like the the bone and the and the bone and muscles like of the new glove yeah. was pretty. Oh, I love the glove. The glove is so awesome. Don't want to make it more. And it finally had a it finally had a thumb knife. It, 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 it never had a thumb knife in the other ones. Yep, just just the four knives. Uh, on the on the subject of uh, of tea, when we had just mentioned tea earlier. I do have to say that watching as many Law and Order SVU episodes as we had, as we have, it's really nice to see somebody actually drinking tea in a movie for once <laughs> instead of like empty. Yeah. Because when she goes when she goes to Wes Craven's place, it's real tea with real steam coming out of it. Like it's oh nice, good. Like what the, it's it's I love to see it because there's too many everything. Everybody's carrying empty cups. Every, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like like you don't look you don't you don't drink coffee like that. Yeah, exactly. There. I just don't drink. I don't understand. I don't understand people who do like who do that in a TV show where they're walking and drinking, and they literally walk and drink at the same time. Like, how are you doing that? I need to stop when I take a sip of something. Like, <laughs> I am holding it like hot, or yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Cold coffee, so you can you know. tell when it's empty. Yeah, there was. Uh, I did <laughs> yeah. some. I was. I did some McDonald's commercial where they were using empty cups, and I was like, "Put something in there." It sounds. It sounds weird. Yeah. So I <laughs> get that, like, to get back, tell somebody to fill the cups. 
Oh, we should make it the sound person's job because they can say like it sounds wrong. (laughs) We can hear it. That would be like oh, the the sound person said it sounds wrong. Yeah, that we was someone where they were yeah where they had like the microphone cups or whatever, and I was like you know it really sounds like there's nothing in it. Can you fill it? (laughs) Can you put something in? (laughs) I have this uh, business idea. It's my second business idea. The podcast aside from horror water slide parks. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, my second business idea is making just like resin inserts for coffee cups and teacups. Oh yeah, on movie sets, I'll just sell the inserts. That's brilliant! I love it. <laughs> and then it'll be weighted, so people will hold it like it's heavy. Oh yeah, we should yeah, exactly. do that. We can make money off that. Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Call it Wolf. They they do so many coffee scenes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One thing we haven't we haven't touched on this movie that I want to talk about is Robert England in this film. Yes. He's Robert Angle in this? <laughs> when he plays himself. Yeah. It's my favorite part. When he just plays himself? Yes. I don't know. I thought it weird. Like, he just seemed weird in this. I wonder if it was weird. weird for I think he's supposed to be, right? Yeah, exactly. I was wondering where it was going to go because, like, you, when he calls her that one time and she's like, Can I come over? And he's like, No, it's not a good time. And he's just painting the picture. Like, I thought some. And then you never see him again as they himself. He disappears after that. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, felt like there should have been one more scene. You know what I mean? There was, there was a recording. That was your scene. Where she calls him and he says, we're not here right now. You can leave a message, but oh. we won't be back for a while. Oh, yeah. That was your scene. Okay. Was your closure. Yeah, and you never, yeah, he's he just gone. Yeah. I was just like, he kind of he, he just disappears. I mean, I think yeah. that's what's supposed to happen. That he's, you know, it, that, yeah. But that it's implying that he was freaked out and he left. <laughs> but I like seeing him with, uh, oh, see, I think it's, I think it's. I think it's talking about the real world. Yeah. I, obviously, like, that's a... This is the end of Freddy. You won't <laughs> see me for a while. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. didn't, we didn't get another one until, what, 2013 no. or, or 2010? Right. I think 20, uh, 2010. That was when the remake came out. Well, I think that's uh, what 2000, came out. 2003 was the last time Robert played Freddy. That was uh, Jason, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting that movie exists. Yeah. I, right. I liked it when it's I saw it. For a while, you know. That was, like, 10 years. But I but I really like how he is with like all the, you know, all the people he's hamming it up. He's signing autographs, you know, and then when he leaves her, you know, he gives her a kiss on the cheek. I just, you know, yeah, there's a whole lot of super actory to me. It just felt real actory. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's an actor. He's acting it up. Yeah, there's a lot of cheek kissing. But, you know, I like uh, I like how you get to see, you know, Robert England as Robert England. He's just to be his nice self even though i always thought the part with the with the painting was kind of funny where he's like is he darker more evil when he's on when he's on the phone <laughs> oh, and the, the funeral scene like when she bumps her head and she ends up like falling you know with a casket i like that too like where the kid gets pulled okay. in then it's all a dream and john Saxon's like you're fine like what what do you, you just fell <laughs> and it's like an i it's like a well, I don't know what uh, I'm going to call it a call forward. It's a call forward to what happens at the end mm. where she ends up in the sheets in the tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you have the tunnel there, too. Yeah, because they have yeah similar thing where you go in there and you see the mm-hmm. tunnel and he gets good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that that was it. that funeral set was the same set that they used in the original movie also or that or that where they were that that uh, cemetery. Sure. Used in Nightmare on 3 1 also. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. They probably just have an open plot there. That's like their B plot. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> just use like movies. Days, you know, come, come yeah. Back to it. Fuck yeah. I mean, it is Los I, I Angeles. Guess, yeah. and how, so, it I mean, is I'm LA. Sure yeah. Like yeah. So you can't yeah. use it today. Fuck- it's being used for Beetlejuice. Fuck that That's movie. right. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate too. that movie. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, Both the my first episode. one? 
<laughs> yes. Wait, what? Really? Wait. Go, go listen to my episode I recorded about it. Okay. Yeah, I would Man. think I was the I love only that. I love one that on movie. there that liked that movie, and it was very awkward. <laughs> what? Really? Ken Beetlejuice? Was on there, wasn't he? I don't remember. Oh. Ken! For your dog, Wait, were you Ken, on that do you like Keith? Beetlejuice? Speak up. <laughs> I was not on that episode. <laughs> but do you like Beetlejuice? Yeah, of course. Okay. Or my monster? Thanks, Oh, yeah, apparently. Oh, I do not like Beetlejuice. He didn't like it before he saw it. He was black. I don't like Tim Burton, I've realized. Well, I don't like him now, but, no. he, but he used to be cool. <laughs> but Beetlejuice is good. I mean, most of the rest of it is trash. Yeah, but he used to be really cool, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know, Batman, uh, Beetlejuice. Like, I thought that, I thought that I was like, like Batman. Even Batman Returns was good, as weird as it was, you know? Yeah. I was saying oh, Bad, Tim Burton used to be cool Mike. before, like, Whatever he is now. Hey, Mike. He became a character of himself. Yes. Have you seen if, uh, sorry, if we're taking a, if we're talking about uh, Tim Burton uh-huh. movies, have you ever seen Ed Wood? Oh, yeah, I love that. No, I've never seen that. You've never seen Ed Wood? Oh, my God, you have to watch Ed Wood. Holy shit. I know of it, but I've never seen it. You need to watch You need to watch Ed Wood. Have you ever seen, like, uh, any Ed Wood movies, like Plan 9 from Outer Space or anything like that? No, or I Planner don't watch Oh, that movie's so good. Yeah, it's Ed Wood is, Ed good. Wood black is, and white. I don't like black and white films. Well, Why get out of here. have to change that. Get out. Mike, oh, come on. Five, you guys just reminded, okay. or I reminded myself, but I want to say, in this movie, at one point, when somebody's getting stabbed or something's <laughs> happening, they do the the psycho soundtrack. Like, dee, 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 dee. They do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it's when it they're uh, fighting the tongue. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I was like, that's psycho. A, a black and white movie I did black like. And white. I, I like that movie. And there's the uh, there, there's also the part where Freddie where Freddie like comes out of the bed and walks across the room and you can see a shadow on the wall. That's a reference to Nosferatu. Yep. Yes. yes. Oh, it is. I Another black that. and white movie. But you might know if you Another watch black and white. Movie. Watch. I'm not watching Nosferatu. I, I watch Psycho. So but I won't watch the remake on. of Psycho with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I don't like him. What about what about Citizen Kane? Never seen it. Like, have no what? interest. Like, like, one of the best come on. Boo to Mike. No, boo to Citizen Kane. Fuck that movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, though, come on, Mike. You need to watch some black and white movies. They're great. What about, yeah. what about Casablanca? That movie's good. Yeah. Yeah. Have no interest. I, oh, my God, you guys. Why did I marry this thing? Wait. I'm just not a big I'm fan proud of. I've seen all of these. See, I am. I hey, because of this podcast and because of Ken and Bill, I have definitely broadened my horizon. So maybe in a year, ah. two years, it'll be different. But yes, thank you, Ken. Thank you. I mean, thank I have. You, you know, like, will watch I, a black and white movie before the end of 2024. And I, we have, I, we, ha- we have to one. get, we have to get Mike to watch Ed Wood. Ed Wood is fucking massive. I'll do it. Sure. It was on yes, a poll. People didn't vote for it, so black. it is black and white oh. with some color. So I didn't see that poll. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Patreon poll. Oh, it's for an older one. I I've been do I do po- I do one poll every month usually with That's a different movie. That's how we're doing this movie. Yeah, and this whole year has been movies that Mike hasn't seen, and I which I've, is a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I've crossed off a few. We did Birdcage. That was good. That was a few. Well, that has too. to be. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you said that already, but yeah, you have to have a black and white movies that Mike hasn't seen poll. Oh, but <laughs> maybe yeah, okay. I'll do I'll do it for next year because I already have uh, this this poll going. There's a poll going on currently for Christmas movies. Okay. I know what December is. I don't remember. You're you're on, you're on the Patreon too. No, is that the one Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies? Yes. Uh, and violent Violent Night is winning right now. What? So. Violent Night. Nice. Oh yeah, it was Christmas movies you didn't David see, Harbor. right? 
I, I thought that the movie? yeah, David Harbor. I thought we the call him Hooney in our house. I can't explain that to you, but <laughs> yeah, Hooney. David Harbor's name is Hooney in our house. Yeah, okay. I, I I was I would think that Gremlins would win that poll, but yeah. I was hoping. That's okay. I mean, you don't. Grim will happen in a different year. Then it, it's going to happen at some point when I need. To... It will because his wife likes it. <laughs> so, Job his wife. wife always gets her way. <laughs> it's weird how that works. Huh? It is. <laughs> but, well, any last things? <laughs> <laughs> any last things you want to say about this movie that we didn't catch or we didn't touch on? Let me see. Let me check my notes. There's a there's a little Easter egg when she calls Robert England. The notes that she dials on the phone are the notes for the score of the first movie. Are they the like the bum bum bum? Uh-huh. Oh. That's cool. that. Yep. It's a little tiny I know I know there's a post it's a little cre- tiny thing. I know there's a post credits. Like if you watch the credits all the way through at the very end there's the dun dun, dun you know the one, two Freddy's they do that at the end of the credits. Oh yeah, one, two Freddy's coming for you. They sing it right at the end. Yeah. They do. They do that at the end of every movie. <laughs> well, I mean it's I mean they didn't really do it at all, aside from the kid, you know, saying it. But, but no, it's, I mean the end of every Freddy movie. Don't they do that? I mean, they, it's always in there somewhere. I don't know if it's always at the end of the credits, but oh. I know it's always a big part. It's always it's always in there. Those fucking kids. You know what I liked about this as like a person who's seen a lot of Batman's, and I get really pissed off when you see the pearls every time. Like I never need to see those pearls again in my life. Uh-huh. I'll be so angry if we remake Batman again for the seventeenth time, and we get the pearls. No more pearls. Fuck yeah. that shot. <laughs> and it's, sorry, it's just a personal opinion. Ken agrees. But, you didn't so say anything yet, but I know he agrees. Oh yeah, absolutely. Freddie's coming for you. So we don't see the kids skipping rope. We don't get. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we don't I, have any. What of that I think stuff they did really great else. about this is restraint. Everything that they called back, I felt like we needed to see, and they didn't do a bunch of bullshit just to fill up this movie with old things from other movies. Oh, uh, one thing I want to say is uh, this is Robert England's favorite nightmare. I suppose. Nice. I didn't ask him nice. personally, but, <laughs> but, but according to the internet, movie. this is his favorite one because he liked the reunion and the story and all that stuff. And when I met him, I did not I ask him about the Mole Man. About the what? The Mole Man movie. Oh, we well, didn't know about it. But if you meet him again, you should, because uh, I mean, that's a pretty cool question. I don't think it I'm not flying over to Boston to meet if I or flying across the country to meet him again. I did but, not oh. get a chance to ask him a question because he talked so much. He only answered like four questions. Oh, no. <laughs> that was probably a tactic on his part. <laughs> yeah. He would go... He would just go from like answering the question to like, oh, there's this other story about that question. Oh God! <laughs> but it was fun to listen to him talk. He seems really nice. Yeah. Even I waited three hours, which I'll never forget. Really, so, you should have come to the panel. He was. Funny. I was busy sleeping. Yes, I know. I stood in one spot for three hours on concrete, and I don't stand that much anymore because I have a job where I sit down all day, and my 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 legs did not appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you stood longer for Ashley. What's her name? Oh, for Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's oh, like, Ahsoka But we moved. I didn't stand in one spot. I actually was moving. For, he stood for over three hours for in that one spot. So no, for her, I actually got to move around because the line moved. It wasn't like Robert England where I literally just stood there and watched the line not move. And his wife went off and spent money, so that was fun. <laughs> not for me. But yeah, <laughs> has, it, has anybody on here seen the movie uh, Devil's Backbone? I've seen it. I have not. Absolutely. No. It's a really, really good movie. And the person who told me to watch that movie was Robert England. So, I hey, <laughs> nice. 
that was a conversation over lunch. Uh, he was yeah, like, "Hey, he was like, hey, have you seen have you seen uh, the Devil's Backbone? It's really good." And I went, I, I went to my local rental place and I rented like three movies that he told me to watch. It was like, it was like, it was like Devil's Backbone mm-hmm. and like, uh, and let the right one in and like a third one. I don't remember. Those are great recommends. Good stuff. But, but Devil's Backbone was like just blew me away. Like that was the best one out of all. Let the right one is. Let, let the right one in, excuse me, is a good movie. Really good movie. No, no, it is a good movie, but but I yeah. like but but Devil's Backbone is really, really good. I, I have know, not it, seen Devil's Backbone, but I've always heard it's really good. It is. It's, it's, it's so good. Great allegory. Genius. Love that. Del Toro one. is just a god. He can do yeah. whatever the hell he wants to at this point. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about No, we're not gonna talk about list. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, what, my the, potential the, list of movies to cover on the podcast. Crimson Peak. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about Crimson Peak. But other than that, yes. I would ask Ken his opinion when we get there. Yes. Okay, I think we should go down shelf shelf stacker box. Sometimes I can't talk. And I'm going to go first because I want to. Uh, So... Your show. So selfish. I am. Uh, this is going to go on the shelf because I really enjoyed this movie. It did what I like in horror movie. You don't kill a lot of people. You only kill four, which is good. You're not too bloody. <laughs> not too and it's just very cool. And I went into this with no expectations. And I really enjoyed myself with but this I film. But I knew you would like this was a great movie, and I now I, I kind of want to watch Freddy t- Freddy Two, the second one, which I know is not <laughs> yeah, a great just, movie, but I'm really curious to see what I think. It's like. good. So, the, for, uh, it's not bad. Uh, yeah, and I'm yeah, very it, curious to watch to I, I watch more of them. I think it's like a its legend has gotten better now because it's kind of got like queer themes and stuff. Too. Yeah, exactly. And that's why one reason I want to watch it because I want to see what how your opinion has changed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch two so you can watch three. But I, I, I do want to. But no, I love this movie. This was great. This was so good of a watch. And I'm so glad people voted for me to watch this. So. All right. And what about you, Trey? Way to go, voters. What's up? Oh, uh, shelf uh, stacker box. <laughs> uh, whichever one's the great one. Uh, shelf. shelf, right? Yeah. Whatever the number one is. I, I put it up there because of that wonder, wonderful rendition of uh, of that R.E.M. song that her husband sings That's in the car. That's me in the corner. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. That was the one extra thing I wanted to mention is how hilarious that scene is when he's trying to stay up. I don't know. For some reason, that was in my head during like the pandemic while we were at home. I mean, him just in the truck being like the spot. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that whole part I mean, is driving in the middle of the night. Like, it's hilarious. Why was he driving in the middle of the night? To get home because his son was needed he help. He had to be at the set for like 12 hours. Yeah. yeah, well, he had to, he had to get I home to help. I didn't get it because it looked like it was the middle of the day. He had a three-hour drive. Would it really be in the middle of the night? I agree. It yeah. did look like he left at like noon and got yeah. there. At, you know, oh. one well, a.m. They need, yeah, they added it because they needed blood. So you know, they need, yeah. They need yeah. And that was my favorite callback. I liked that one. Okay. And Jess, what about you? I'm I'm gonna put it on the shelf for sure. Okay. Even though it is a drawer right now. <laughs> Well, that's, that's just the way it is. We just have drawers. It, it, was, my, it was a my metaphoric show. It's not a judgment. It was my fault. I put it there. But I put it in a drawer. It's on the it's on the shelf, which is a drawer in our house <laughs> at this point. And Mr. Kath. I mean, I don't think it should surprise anybody. This is absolutely going on the shelf for me. It's my favorite nightmare. And arguably, I it's probably the best uh, from an objective standpoint. But, you know, it's art. It's subjective. Whatever. Shelf it. We'll move on. Okay. Did 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 it? Uh, one weird thing about it. I'm sorry, I, I forgot this. Uh, no, you're fine. It, it it made the least amount of money out of all of them. Out of yeah, all the night, as far as like a uh, box office. Like I think it only made like what 18 million or something yeah, 18, like that. 18 million of a budget of eight million. So that's not yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, but it's the smallest amount. Like it did. It it underperformed, I guess. 
compared to the other ones. I mean, not that it's yeah, any less. I just on your budget. I mean, yeah. terrible. I mean, yeah, they didn't lose money. Still, like compared to even like even like Freddy's Dead got like forty million or something like that. Yeah, but if you only make enough money to pay your actors and make a little bit of profit, then you suck. You got to make lots of profit and not pay your actors. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that. It, no, I know. <laughs> but that's it, how the Hollywood it, thing did less I than really the other ones. Even oh. though it, you know, it could be argued that it's the best one, but it did it did less in the box office. Fuck the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what about you, Kyle? Well, I'm going to have to put this on my shelf. I really love this movie. I think it's really impressive, really well made. I uh, This might be my second favorite movie next to... I actually think... I think this either this might be my I think this might be my second favorite Wes Craven movie. My first would have to either be Scream One or Scream Two, and then this movie. I love this movie a lot, and it's so good, and it's such a good finale for the Nightmare series. And I don't know I I really love everything that Wes Craven did with this film. It's it's a, such a work of art. It's so unique uh, and really impressive. Okay, and Tiffany. Well, the shelf. <laughs> It's like everybody said, it's my also my favorite um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> okay, it deserves to be. Yeah, thank I haven't you. seen enough of them, but <laughs> all right, yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, so, Kyle, where can people find you at? You can find me on various uh, sites on the internet. You can find me on Instagram at Chibi UFO. You can find me on, on Twitter at UFO underscore Canada. And you can find me on Blue Sky at Chibi UFO. And yeah, you can find me on those various uh, places as well. All right. And Trey, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me at the website that will forever be known as Twitter as well as uh, at Nintendo underscore domain. And uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast or youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast or just, yeah, look up Nintendo Main. <laughs> or, or Jess and I, uh, we, we uh, had a show called How Is It Now that you can find as well where we talked about movies and stuff okay. and did Oscar yeah. commentaries. And it won't online. be forever known as Twitter because it won't exist at the rate he's gone in a year or so. Yeah. No, no I, that's, that's my joke that I don't want to call it the other thing. No, I, I. Yeah, same. It's Twitter. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah, I agree. True. I also and think he doesn't it, like it's me. It's amazing somehow. How, how much it, how <laughs> he doesn't like anyone. He doesn't have to. He's got a billion fucking dollars. No, but I, it's amazing I, how I, much also, I have issues how, when I post. How much it's dropped in value since he bought it. It's ridiculous. I have issues posting a lot when I when I try to post on Twitter and it will just won't let it go through. And I'm like, does he somehow know that I talk shit about him on a podcast every so often? Like, <laughs> I always wonder. I hope he's a listener. I mean, Probably. I, I mean, I, if I hope he listens to us or to your, uh, I hope he listens to everyone's podcast. Yeah, make him give him like. <laughs> Uh, half a star or something. <laughs> hey, he can listen to my podcast and talk about it on Twitter and be like, how terrible they talk shit about me. And hey, I'll, you know what? I'll take it. I would get so many downloads after that. It'd be great. So, <laughs> all right. And if you enjoyed this podcast, there's over 550 episodes of this podcast. You can find everything that we do on Podbean. We do movies, comics, TV shows, games, whatever the hell like, people convince me to talk about. Uh, so you can go find all that on there. If you want to support the show, we do a Patreon. You'll see a link in the show notes to our Patreon. For a little dollar, you can vote in our Patreon. Uh, we also have a Discord. Please join our Discord and chat with us. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Helena Hath Fury. You'll see a link to all her stuff in the link tree down below. She's on, she's TikTok famous. She's on Twitch now. So go follow her there. Also want to give a shout out, shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. Follow, you can follow, you can follow him. He started his own podcast. Gamer looks at 40 and check out nomads of fantasy, a friend of the show. And I, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube audio only, but we are on YouTube also. And I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. So long. Later.